And we're live. Welcome back to another episode of On Report Round 20 special. I've got symptoms, Olympic fever. Josh, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, Zach, and I'm, I'm going well. Um, can, I, can I talk some more Olympics uh, moving forward? Let's go. And it's on. So they come into all parts of the ground now. All right, Zach. We are a couple of days into the Olympics now. It's it's exciting. Any anyone who thinks the Olympics is going to die is just an outright idiot. Uh, what have been your favorite mo- moments so far? Uh, the Oli Roos beating Argentina two <laughs> 0 was a highlight for me. Around Titmus, there's parts of it that I like, which we'll talk about in on report. But just an awesome swim, just an awesome girl, Katie Ledecky, mate. For any of our US listeners out there, you can uh, you can skip this episode because you're going to be copying it. Um, it's been really good. I've enjoyed the skateboarding. I've enjoyed the surfing. I've finally understood how surfing works, which has been exciting. What about you, man? I know uh, you, you like swimming. Yeah, dude, it's been, it's been fantastic to watch. And it's also good to see just swimming in the spotlight for a little bit. Oh yeah. And we've, oh, yeah. Had, we've had, we've had some success as well. Uh, we've picked a $19 winner for in the women's hundred fly. That was, that was a huge, Huge G up. Yeah, I know it's just been up. great. And then even like this, the road cycling, a few of us were all on uh, Wout Van Art. Yeah. Uh, just it's a G up for a six hour race. It's like, it's pretty gun. Um, it's quite and exciting. Then, and then still plenty more to come. We got a, should we just, do you want to just get into it now? What we, what we think is going to happen for the rest of the week? Yeah, hundred percent. I think we'll just focus on week one. Cause week two, I tell you, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to call in sick. Cause I'm going to be a, a ride off. Unbelievable. Yeah, let's yeah. get into it. All right, so we'll go with the swimming for a bit. Tonight, we have the 100 freestyle heats. <clears throat> bit of movement there. So to give a bit of context, Caleb Dressel is probably the fastest man on the planet uh, at the moment. He is the only swimmer to go sub 47 seconds for 100 freestyle without a super suit on. But however, our own Kyle Chalmers, King Kyle himself, has been 47-0. And in the relay the other day, he had a, a fantastic split of a 46 or whilst with a flying start, whilst Caleb did a let off with a 47-2. So the markets have moved. Now Kyle is the favorite and he is looking good. Just for people out there um, who, who aren't too familiar with how that works in terms of relay time, typically with a with a fly with a fly in start, you, you're faster. So don't get too excited. I wouldn't load up all your bonus bets on it. But yeah, personally, about, I'm looking at Zach Apple. Zach Apple for medal. That's a nice little value there, $2.20. Zach Apple to medal, $4.50. Um, a couple other roughies. David Popovich, $11 to win. He's a 16-year-old. He's just gone 144 and came fourth or fifth today in the 200 freestyle. And he's far better at the 100, I think. So mm. He did have a good first 100. Yeah, so that's that's a little scary. Like 16 years old gone that fast is, is quite amazing. Uh, and also the Russian uh, in the 100 backstroke, Kolesh Nikolov, he's just missed out on a golden 100 backstroke today by 0.02, I think. Um, yeah, so plenty plenty going on there. And f- yeah, go on. Also, a shout out to McIntosh, the 14-year-old from Canada. Um, bright future. 
bright future. I'm sure you'll be mentioned on report at the next Olympics. Um, really impressive to watch. I think, you know, the fact that you're still in year eight and you're at the Olympics, not bad, <laughs> not bad. A uh, couple other quick ones. Ariane Titmus is going to freestyle tomorrow morning. Uh, world record is definitely on the chopping block and she's, she'll win that. And sorry, last one from me, or two more from me. The 800, men's 800 freestyles, the very first time the 800 freestyles is going to be competed at the Olympics. The, the man that won the 400 freestyle, 18-year-old from lane eight from Tuznia. Is that, is that how you say it? Tuznia? I, I like to go with Tunisia, but if you want to Tunisia. do Tuznia, you can do Tuznia. It's Tunisia, right? Come on. Um, apparently, 800 is his preferred distance, and he's, ranked, he's second off the market, $3.60. I also like Jack McLaughlin, $4 to uh, win. Gregorio Palcineri, the Italian, he's like... Mm world's best distance freestyle and he's three dollars sixty. But I heard he might not be swimming or he's got something wrong with him. So no he does something he does that. have something wrong with him. He does have something wrong with him. I went yeah. around and I followed all the Italian swimmers. Yeah. And uh he's got something wrong with him. They're they're all talking about it. Yeah. Outside of the pool, yeah uh, I just want to add a couple of things. The Matildas, so if you're listening to this live on stream, which you can't, but like after the episode, you'll be able to check the Matildas result against the USA. It's nil all currently. On reports, I'm going to come for that later. It doesn't head in. Uh, also, Australia, the Oli Roos versus Egypt tomorrow night. You can clearly tell that I just like football and Josh likes swimming. <laughs> Ash Barty got knocked out in the first round against that's the young Spaniard, but I go for Spain, so that's not too bad. But she uh, progressed with the doubles last night. The mixed, oh, they're not mixed doubles. She's uh, competing with Storm, Storm Baker. So that's not too bad from her. Um, Owen Wright, I think, competed for the bronze this afternoon for the surfing. Ron Browning, he's in the village. He's been storing it a lot on his Instagram, so that's good to see. And uh, good on your own. Uh, look forward to seeing you run next week, buddy. Sub 10, let's go. All right, let's move on on reports. Sounds like you're, you're ready for a few. Yeah, I think I've hyped myself up a bit too much here because there's not that many good ones. First one, around Titmus, not on report to you, but on report to your coach. I personally nah. did not enjoy his GF at all, and I think it's getting so overhyped. Like, what a legend control yourself mate like no one acts like that no normal human let alone a coach like we've mentioned we have a bit of emotional control like, even if you're really excited and passionate you know mate like i thought nah, way over the top and it, it seems like the camera is like he's thinking okay where's the closest camera okay i'm gonna dance this way so everyone can see me and it goes what global because he's done it that many times like nah see it, I, I, yeah I, I get it i get it yeah, yeah. no see let me rebut yeah firstly okay. firstly if you watch what I sent you today, which you clearly haven't, he was actually quite controlled the whole race. And then it was just that, like, as she was touching the wall. Yeah, because the cameras aren't on him the whole race. That's why. Yeah, the they are. That's you. And no, at the end. This, no, this is my on report, actually. Zach will happily reply to me always, privately. But whenever I put something in a group chat, he will not fucking react or reply to it. And he just doesn't watch it. So, Zach, if you clearly, if you watched what I sent you today, which I said, wow, this is such a good watch. The, the camera was on Dean for the whole four minutes and he was like so calm the whole time. No, no, no. You wait. He was so calm the whole time and then he G'd up at the end. Secondly, you cannot tell me that when there's a winning goal at the freaking Euros of the World Cup, the 89th, 90-minute winner, their freaking coach isn't going on the field going nuts. Or vice right. versa, if there's been a, okay. uh, a, a mistake by a team, there's no Craig Bellamy is not going nuts in the coach's box throwing a chair. Or doing something stupid. So Zach, yeah, I think but just Craig Bellamy's cool. not Craig Bellamy's not humping, like he's not humping the the Jurgen Klopp full not... ran onto the field. I think last year when they yeah, won, like, 
Oh, but what? I just think it's different for European people. I think European people are far more passionate, like a little bit more hot blood in them. You're on. I also think, yes, I understand that you sent me, like, we could talk about this all day, so I'm going to move on. Uh, The next one, you're probably going to be upset about this as well. The girl who said F yeah in a speech, in an interview, the question was asked. She paused, she looks at the microphone, and then she proceeds to swear. And I'm like, it's the most planned thing. And then she's like, ooh, I'm like a little geely thing. I thought everyone who found that funny, like, actually get a reality check on what's funny. Next one, Olympic coverage. I want to see more than just stupid Australians come fifth in a heat. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing the best in the world compete. It's the Olympics. You know, show a bit more than just the stupid Aussies. Uh, also, there's a bloke on Instagram currently who I follow who's going to get an unfollow because all he does is share the moments from the Olympics. Like, oh, this guy yeah. came fourth in this. Like, yeah. grow up, mate. Like, we don't need to see it. I've got to follow enough stuff. It shows me. Commentators who don't know the sport well enough, but they've clearly been signed on with a contract with Channel 7 and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> get some insight. It sounds insane. Uh, and that's me done. With the Kaylee one, firstly, she's won the Olympics. So call by name, please. Secondly... Like, even if it was planned, that's that's funny. Like, who's got the balls to say fuck you on TV? Not many people. Oh, I like, genuinely believe I that it wasn't A footy planned. player every week. A footy player every week. And LeBron. Yeah, and everyone gets around it. And this is just a 19-year-old girl that's done it. That's quite funny. Uh, my own reports this week, Zach, besides besides you, really annoyed me. Um, <clears throat> just like the whole, I understand protocols need to put in, be put in place for... COVID, but you can't just pick and choose when you use it, pick and choose like, okay, the cameras are on now. So we're going to wear masks, but then we're going to take it off to wear to take a photo on the podium, but then put them back on, but we're going to have our arms around each other. But in the mask scenario, we have to be 1.5 meters apart, but then out on, after the race, we can pant and sweat and hug each other. It's just, there's like, it's, it, it makes zero sense. Like just get rid of the mask. It's not doing anything. Everyone there is fully vaccinated 99%. And it's just, it's just for show. Even like the New South Wales premiere and stuff like that, they have the mask on it for the cameras. And then as soon as they walk off stage, they, they take it off. Like it's just, it's BS really. That's, that's uh, my first one. My second one, Zach is. I agree. It's all BS. Second one is just like with the extra attention on, on Olympic sports. And then the comments, there's always just like someone's like, who cares? I know this is such a week on report, but it honestly shits me. Like, why are you commenting? Who cares? And I always love the classic rebuttal. Like, you obviously care enough to, to comment on it. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it is so fucking annoying. Like, just just quit it, man. Like, anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, there are any more? Nah, just like, for people out there, I'm doing an anti-on report. Josh Simmett, mate, you've been outstanding this Olympics. Really enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Lastly... If you really want to G Josh, like, he's very passionate at the moment. Like, if you want to pick a fight with him or say anything too emotionally, get at him this week. Because, like, and this is the peak of peak Josh Shimat. Like, not a mood. He's just, uh, he's passionate at the moment. I really like it. Um, and that's set two swear words for you in the episode. So, watch out, buddy. Watch <laughs> I only, out. Only, only get one more. Um, cool. All right. Let's move on to footy, which is why we are here. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Be, well, all right. Wait, last week, seven from eight. Is that correct? Seven Raiders. from eight. Raiders, Raiders Thursday game. night. They do it. They they do it once a year. They will do it once yeah. a year. Hundred percent. All right. Well, let's let's get into it, Zach. First game we have the Sydney Roosters versus the Parramatta Eels uh, on Thursday at BBB BBB BB Print Stadium. Where is that? <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna say like Brisbane Sunshine kind Coast. Of, Brisbane kind of vibes, like because it's got B in it. I'm not sure. Or Blue Bet, or I don't know. But teamless. Yeah. Yeah, I've changed on. my little the way I'm gonna go about this from now on. Cause I feel like I was copping a little bit of flack from the viewer saying you were just reading at NRL.com. So I'm just gonna actually go on for a bit of feel here. Adam Kieran's come in because Ikeval is out, which means Joseph Manu has gone to the wing. Quite interesting there. Everything else remains the same for them. Takeaho is still on the bench with Isaac Mew starting. For the Eels, all things remain the same other than Nia Kore, who's out, and Bryce Cartwright, who just got a pri- uh, contract extension. Price extension. He is on the bench, which is nice for them. This is a, this is actually a pretty decent game. Do you mm. reckon? Like, really decent. Mm. I just... Um, right, who did the Raiders beat? It was the Eels, yeah? Yeah, I, I don't, the I don't Eels mind. really I don't mind Jacob Arthur. Yeah, I don't mind him, but then also like without Moses and without kicking, they don't really yeah. score any points. He has like twenty-one try assists last week. They did not look like scoring at all. And if you think about how they scored against the Titans, they scored twenty. I think they scored all twenty-six points, or maybe twenty of the twenty-six points in ten minutes when Kevin Proctor was off in the bin. Mm. So, but I also just I have no, I still have no faith in the Roosters. Yeah, I agree. We had the the Roosters won last week, but it was kind of slow going until it was against the, the nine, 28, 28 eight. They kind of like kicked off at the end. Hey, it yeah, was it was it was, it was all pretty close, close, close. And then I thought oh, I should have gone Knights, but then they kind of ran away with it. Victor Radley, he's starting to make more of a name for himself, like he had pre brain snaps. So yeah. it's been good to see him. But I don't, we, I, just, I don't understand why I put Joe Marnie to the wing. Mm. We yeah, like they're so dumb. And like he's off contract, and I just heard that the Warriors are ready to throw a million dollars at him to play six. And if you want him to stay, like you've got to do better than putting him on the wing. 100 percent Uh what are the odds? Have you had a look? Don't yeah, look. I think I it's a guess. I would, like I'm gonna guess it's like a dollar sixty two fifty or a dollar sixty two thirty. Which way? Eels. Eels are favorites, I reckon. Yeah, you're actually correct. I would I would have thought the Roosters are favourites just for their for their name. Uh, can you see an upset? I like I kind of can without a without a Mitch Mo- a Mitch Moses less um, Eels. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I was really unimpressed with the Eels last week, and the, the Moses factor. As much as like we we don't really rate him, yeah. we kind of have to rate him, especially because it's just the kicking that he does. And I think Tedesco back end puts puts everything stuff together. I think the Roosters are still always just a bit of class. I still think Trent Robinson is like top two coaches, top three coaches. So I will definitely take Roosters at the four and a half line and probably 245 head to head. That's probably my bet. I'd probably tip the Roosters this week, yeah. couple of key insights before we move on. The Eels will look for consecutive wins against the Roosters for the first time since 2006, 2000. Oh, so last time they met, this is when Drew Hutchinson broke his ribs through the Dylan Brown incident, uh, which led to the freaking frenzy for three weeks about the crackdown, with the crackdown. Yeah. Roosters have won all 12 games this season when scoring more than 18 points. That's fantastic. That doesn't help us. Um, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go Roosters. Roosters for me, head to head. Second game, yeah. we've got the West Tigers versus the Warriors. Quickly, just a quick also on report bringing back to a footy on report. I'm like, I'm awful player movement. I think that's really cool and it's really fascinating and it makes everything interesting. It helps the club rebuild quicker, all that stuff. But the fact that like teams that know they're not going to make the finals 
are just giving up now and letting their players go early just to help other teams. I don't know. It's not sitting well with me. Like, RTS, just finish the season, mate. Like, you're in no rush to go. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of that. Nah. Like, and like, he's like their best player. He's like such a... Also, overrated. RTS hasn't really done anything special since he's fucking left the Roosters. Yeah. Seriously. Like, Like, he's just such a brand. I think a little part of it... Yeah. The little part of it that makes him look good or like that the people fall in love with him is because he's like Kiwi... In New Zealand, it's like the, he's like the he's like the prime minister of their, their club. Yeah. Whereas I reckon if he was doing the exact same stuff, if he was playing like this at the Dragons or Cowboys, he'd be like a little he'd be like Valentine Tone, Valentine Tones level of like, eh, yeah. he's all right. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, he did his ACL like two years ago, didn't he? Maybe he hasn't been the same since. But like, I haven't really been like, fuck, like Roger, Roger the yeah. snake. <clears throat> anyway, back to the game. West Tigers versus Warriors. Would you like to give us ins and outs? I'd love to give you ins and outs. We've got the same 1-13 to 13 minus Luke Garner and minus Safar. So, Sean Bloor for the Tigers comes in with Luchi Lula and Stefano Ukutamano. It looks like he's pulling together what he was meant to do at the start of the year when they talked about how good he was. For the Warriors, Reese Walsh again at fullback. Bang on average player, in my opinion. The yeah. interesting one here is, though, is Peter Hickey and Sean O'Sullivan at the halves. So, Townsend uh, is out with an injury. I mean, he's played like one week in, one week out since he's got to the Warriors. And uh, Peter Hiku's taking the place of Cody Nickarim, which is interesting. For the pack, Jastavanga's dropped to the bench. Taniela Utukolo will start at nine, and Elias Katoa replaces Jack Murchie uh, in the second row. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Adam Fanua Blake's also out. That p- oh, picture of his finger is a bit gross, gross, but uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla, he will be starting up front, which is great for Ben. Uh, two things with the Warriors. The smallest thing first who's his hooker? Utukolo. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a debutant as well. I think he's played a little bit here and there throughout the season. But two I think I know exactly what he'll be like. Shit. He'll just like run hard. He'll be like beyond the Odo from the dogs. Oh, so a weapon. Uh, and secondly, what has Cody Nicarima done wrong? Like, how is he not starting with Hickey and Sullivan? He was arguably the best player this season. Yeah, well, especially super coach wise, and then he's just absolutely gone into the toilet sink, which is not very nice for Cody and his family, and of course, super coach. Even but at nine, like, I don't know. Just... Peter Hiku starting at six that's unbelievable. Yeah, like I don't know. Warriors have just gone to, I thought obviously Gus Gould's not there anymore, but like with Nathan Brown, like bring on like Phil Gould's consultant, actually seems to be like the doggies moving into next year, but like. I don't know. They were just meant to get their shit together. And the fact that they've been in the Central Coast all year, they didn't have to travel to and from for home games and stuff like that. I don't know. They're just still a basket case. And, and it doesn't yeah, look like they're any, they're any closer to not become not being a basket case. Yeah. Like, if you look at their team, it's actually a bunch of it's just makeshift. misfits. It's honestly yeah. so makeshift. It's unbelievable. Like, I honestly, I'm so confident on the Tigers this week. And I, I was watching the Bunnies do what they did to Warriors. I'm like... The fact that the Tigers have picked the same one to seven gets me excited. Dewey, 10 try assists this week. He's he's very good. And uh, yeah, he's 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 underrated. He's becoming uh equally rated or fairly rated, but he's been underrated for a long time. Um actually probably not. He's just playing really well. Um yeah, so we're going for the Tigers here. Let's see the odds. I'll get my phone up. 
Uh, sorry. 154 to the Tigers. Yes, 54 to $2.50. And the line is... Five and a half. Five and a half. Tigers, please. Yeah, I, I think At these little court. lines are just are stupid. There's a lot of little uh, lines, irrelevant. Think, actually. Absolutely yeah, irrelevant. Not a fan. Not a fan. Warriors are aiming for win three to win three straight games against the West Tigers outside New Zealand for the second time. Uh, this is their first meeting outside New South Wales or New Zealand. Irrelevant. Cody Nikarima leads the Warriors in both line break assists and try assists, and they're putting him on the bench. That's 16 and 13. 16 line break assists and 13. Dudes, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, he must have done something really bad. He must have done like, he must have. You know, snap, snap, try to Nathan Brown's daughter or something. Yeah, something soft. Um, cool. Game yeah, let's move game. on. But Warriors do kind of always jump up against Tigers, and Tigers always are a bit weird. Like, you can't be confident in either of these teams. To they be are. Like, I hate the fact that we were so confident with the Tigers just then. Like, we have not done that since the inception of On Report. So <laughs> maybe we just go Warriors, but we'll see what happens. All right. Game number three, we have Suncorp at Suncorp Stadium. We have the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Once upon a time, this was a G up. Uh, yeah, ins and outs. I was about to say this would be like the you would rush home from your from your grandma's to go watch this game, but not anymore. Yeah, both teams line up very very similar. Jake Granville still at fullback. Tessie New still at fullback for the Broncos. I like to see Tony Staggs doing some things soon, which would be nice to see. But I, I doubt it. Kane Bradley had a great debut last week on the wing for the Cowboys, which was nice. Payne has returned to old Payne House form. Tamalolo wouldn't mind seeing some things. Everything remains the same. Danny Levi joins the bench for the Broncos, which is cool. Flegler, gone. Flegler, gone indeed. That was a red card. If that is not a red card, he's knocked. Like he's knocked out. Isaiah Yo. Sorry. Start again. Uh, Flegler knocked out Isaiah Yo Cole with a high shot. If that isn't a send off or a red card, I don't know what is. I know that gets thrown around. I agree. But he's knocked that out was... cold. And Isaiah Yo is six foot five and he's hitting clean on the head in the head whilst yeah. he's standing up. So he's not ducking into yeah. it. Is anyway, he's a bit of a gronk uh flagler, the origin. Yeah, player. he's a gronk. He's a gronk. Um yeah, I've I don't know. I just I just have to lean towards the Brisbane Broncos here. Do we have the odds? It's a dollar uh, seventy seven to two oh five. It is indeed, and the line is two. Again, like this is gonna be one team will win this by 13 plus. Uh, just, uh, uh, is it just me or is there so many makeshift teams in the NRL right now? Like, just yeah. look at the Cowboys. The like, quality of it is really quite shocking. Like, the one and they're going to add another the Cowboys team. Is horrible. They're going to add another yeah. team. Yeah. Even they're, even they're like, look at this. Like, what's his name? S. Wright. I want to say Sean, but it's not Sean. Yeah. Shane, Shane, Shane. Sh- Shaney. Done my average name. Um, Jordan McLean hasn't done it. He was on the brink of origin and then got done for injury. And now he's just done nothing. Tamalolo is seriously not Tamalolo. Yeah. Um, like now we, we see him do a line break and we're like, holy fuck, he's back. But like. But he, just, he used to do those week in, week out. Like every time I got the ball. Yeah. Like, against the bunny, against the bunny, I was like, he's going to yeah, score. Like it, he's gonna score. And, and you actually got scared when he touched the ball. Now, not so much. Honestly, um, if you look at the starting 26 players on the field, there are like four first graders in the Yeah, starting. literally. Like Stags, Hass. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Reese Robson. From the Broncos. Like, it's, it's, it's horrible. Like, it's honestly horrible. Yeah. And, and like, Tom Dearden's a gun, but what, are, what can you do? 
Yeah, so I'm just gonna have to lean towards the Broncos here. Like I've brought uh full disclosure, I brought in Stags for as my last trade ever for the 2021 season as Supercoach, I brought in Stags. So um I'm gonna be riding him so much at the end of the season. So I think the Broncos are gonna win and Stags will score a double, which he could. Like he's up against Luma Luma or Tulalangi. So Yeah, I like it. Just to just like the Storm only beat the Cowboys 20 to 16 last week. Kind of interesting. True. It's kind of, True. you kind of forget about that. Like, I, I thought, what's going on with the Storm in this game? But they could have just got them, got them on an off day. But I think that's also like, you could say that, like, simple case of, I think just shit teams really aim up against the best teams and then the best teams yeah. just don't really care. Like the Broncos nearly beating Penrith in like one of the early weeks. And how'd they go this week against Penrith? They get yeah, 18-12 this week. Like yeah, exactly. And I remember 12. you messaged me and they, you said they could have won. So They scored both... like two tries in the last minutes, but still. Uh, on on the topic of the line, small line, small lines, 11 of the past 14 matches have been decided by seven points or less, including five games by one point. But 14, back, 14 games is like, what, two games per year? It's a seven-year seven stretch. So it's probably not too accurate for how things are going currently. And everybody, would, please wish so. Kyle Felt congratulations. He will play his 150th NRL game this weekend. Congratulations, mate. You are a legend of the sport. Well and done, last point, Kyle. last point. Both teams are in the bottom three of the of four points conceded with Cowboys conceding just over 30 points per game and the Broncos just over 31 Defense mm. wins premierships, boys. That's All it. Right. Two right. Yeah. Game number Broncos. four, we've got the Dragons versus the Bunnies. Yes, Broncos at Brown Park. Dude, where are all these stadiums? I think Brown Park's in Rockhampton. Ah, and the other one was in Mackay. So a bit of far north Queensland action. I like it. All right, ins and outs. There's a lot of ins and outs. Almost too much for me to handle. Blake Laurie, Jack Bird, Jack DeBellin, Janae Tumor Brown, by the way, he's gone back to the Warriors. Just came for a little stint, uh, stint with the Dragons boys. Maybe a few, <laughs> few barbecues here and there. Oh, seriously? And Josh McGuire is out. Yeah, he's gone back. Uh, and Dude. for the Bunnies, Cam Murray out. Campbell Graham back in. Yes. Bunnies, 50 plus. Mansell had a pretty big week. Supercoach terms, how did he play in real life? Not bad. It just like it was. It was a bit of a write-off game. Like it was just like we broke oh, tackles everywhere, sixty something, and like they no one defended. It was like eighty-five points plus, and Gagai just kept passing to Mansell, and then Mansell would just like source it up. You know, Cody Walker was class. <laughs> Reynolds is potentially meant to be injured, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he maybe gets rested last minute. They've got Blake Taff sitting there. I think Benji can come into it as of next week. He's currently in lockdown at the moment, but. No Cam Murray, which is just a shame for Supercoach. Although the Bunnies do struggle a little bit more without Cam Murray. I just think it's too easy. The fact that they're missing Jack Bird, I think he's like the most decent player at the Dragons. They'll struggle. They didn't look great last week as well. So I like the Bunnies by a lot. Do you think the Bunnies are serious premiership contenders? They haven't really shown me anything this year that makes me buy grand final tickets. Yeah, 100%. Like, like the, the fact that we're conceding 20 points, we can see 20 points every week. Yeah, that's that's the big thing, isn't it? Like, we haven't played a good team for ages. Yeah, and what I think you lost to Storm 60 nil pretty much, and then you lost to another team 50 like 50 
by 50 points or we something. We put to the sword by Penrith as well. But then we also yeah, beat... Earlier, earlier we were better. But this, these are all games, like the, both the games that we got done without Cam Murray. I'm not saying he's huge, but he does have an effect both ways. Oh, for sure. Both sides of the ball. Oh, for sure. Later, we, we do come up with, against some good teams soon, though. We have Eels next week, which is all right. Then we have the Titans. Then we've got Penrith, which should have Cleary back, but we already know they've got a few out, so that should be interesting. And then we finish off with the Roosters, so it's a bit saucy. Yeah, just it's just the defense, like, you can't really trust them, but then also they have enough attack that on their day they can they can win any game. But yeah, I agree. It's just whether a finals footy you can you can attack like mm, that, mm, and obviously aren't just going to jam Cody Walker's face. Very true. Um, yeah, so we go the bunnies there. No need to talk too much about it. Next game, I think this one could be interesting. Uh, the Newcastle Knights versus Canberra Raiders at Suncorp in Zanolts. This is the game I'm most looking forward to. Bradman Best is back. Ponga will line up at fullback. Rapana at fullback. He had the biggest, like, Rapana game last week, as I like to say. <laughs> up, down, up, down. Like, penalty try at the end, but what can you do? Harley Smith-Shield stays in the wing. Jack Widener returns in the halves with Sam Williams. Not too bad. Sam Williams, yeah, he's maybe earning himself a contract extension. Hopefully he retires. Uh, everything else remains the same for both teams in the pack. Ah, however, Elliot Whitehead is back. Joshua Pai-Li, Joshua Papa-Li will start up front with Emre Gula and Hudson Young. Is at 13. I love that they're staying consistent and bringing Tom Starling on after 20, 25 minutes. I yeah. like the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders are on a little bit of a run here. We'll see how they go bringing back Jack White. Or never, I, would, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but they've been doing really well with Matt, Flor- Matt Flor- Flor- Frawley. And, uh, Big Williams. time. Matt Frawley's been on fire. Like, dude, it's just two people that don't take the ball in line and like, let everyone do it, but they kick really well. Just, I think, like, I feel like Jack Wyden kind of had his moment where everyone knew who he was, but in 5'8", he was quite new and the way he was playing wasn't different, but he was doing it really well. But now it's kind of, he just has one left foot step and he kicks the ball out once in the once in the full once per game. And now it's a bit like, all right, we know what you're going to do. What else are you going to throw at us? And it's, I don't think he has much left in his repertoire. I think he's a fullback still. I don't think he's yeah. graduated to five eight role. I think he's definitely he's a, he's a standard. He'd be nice a great fullback. fullback. I think he'd be a great fullback, but he just doesn't have a kick in him, like a consistent kicking game. And he can't pass. He's like, if I was like defending him, everyone would just run at him, and then just like you tackle him. I, I I can't tackle him personally. I got a sore shoulder at the moment, but hey, you just don't expect the ball to go anywhere other than like, yeah. in his hand, and he won't pass the center next to him, and he's just it's a crucifix for any time try score. Um. Yeah, so Bradman Best back, like it's not really the impact it was last year having him back. No. And he's like, he's it, suffering it, from second year syndrome badly. Big time. Big time. Hey, he's, he's like, if I had to explain to someone what second year syndrome was, I would redirect them to Bradman Best Wikipedia. <laughs> Jared yeah. Croker, mate, he's putting something together. As soon as we lose faith in Jared Croker, man, he's looking really good at the moment. Like the commentators last week even said maybe Jared Croker might score. So <laughs> something special. Uh, let's look at the odds. Sorry, we've been a bit disorganized. Usually say it at the top. Uh dollar sixty to the Raiders, two dollars thirty-five to the nineties. Um, the line is three and a half. Wow, all small lines this week. Oh, yeah. Mm. You, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. Newcastle Knights have lost 17 of his last 18 games in Queensland. 
Wow. 17 of the last 18 in Queensland. And think about like they would have to go and verse the Titans and they would have versed the Broncos and they versed the Cowboys in the past like year. Yeah. That's like that is shocking. Oh, let's raise 13 plus then, huh? <laughs> Case closed. All right, next game. Uh Melbourne Storm versus Penrith. Not the G up that it could potentially be. Wow, look at these odds. A dollar twelve for the storm, six buckies for the Panthers at Suncorp Stadium. Plenty to go through here. Yeah, ins and outs, all very interesting. Pappenhausen starts on the bench again. Harry Grant has been named amongst reserves. I doubt they'll bring him in unless, like, Panthers are full strength and they really need to win it. Felice Cafusi is back. Christian Welch starts up front as well. Dale Fanuka in place 13. Adokar is back. Remus Smith, Nico Hines. It all looks very, very classy from Melbourne. However, on the other side, Matt Burden and Jerome Luai will be in the halves. That might be better with Tyrone May out with an MCL injury. Brett Naden and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Staines, Jennings. Brian Tottle out is a huge, huge out, especially against the yeah. Storm. You really need that go forward in your first couple of tackles. Isaiah Yo gone. Nathan Cleary is not back yet. So Isaac, Isaac Tuggle and Jermaine Hopgood, they debuted together last time, which was nice for them. So that'll be good for them to play a second game against the best team in the competition. It's Storm by, I'm not sure how many. Yeah, all right. Let's look at the line. The line should be large considering the odds. Pick the line. Pick the line before you look. Uh, eight and a half. Oh. It's 17 and a half. Wow, yeah. 17 and a half. Yeah, Think okay. about the odds, cuz. Think about the odds. You'd have, you have to take Penrith there, don't you? You'd think so, but also like they're missing their two cogs. Like they're two like... Yeah, I get it on attack, but on defense, like this was a team that probably up until Origin was conceding less than 12 points a game. But then what's happened since then? That's the thing. True. True. Well, I like, haven't really. I guess since then, they cop 16 against the Warriors. Week. 16, against, 16 the Warriors. against the Warriors. They cop. Uh, oh, that was only 12 against the Eels. 12 against 12, the Eels. Actually, to be fair, they've been against okay. the Roosters. Yeah, 18, 19 against the Sharkies during Origin. 20, yeah, during Origin, sort of different. Yeah, so I think I don't, I think their defense will hold up enough for them to cover the line. Storm will win, but I just don't think by 18, like three tries. So then is it Panthers plus maybe we just go alternate line of like 12 and a half just in case mm. the Storm score near the end and then it's under 46 and a half, surely? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like 2010, maybe 2020, 2010, 2010. 2010. 2010 is not a bad little score here. Is we'll take the storm from the tip. Dude, poor Pavanaugh's man. He looked like a ghost last week. Yeah. Like a literal ghost. Big time. He looked really scared of contact. He had a couple of decent moments where I thought he is he's young puppy, but it like it's like without getting too dramatic, like that I feel like that could be like serious enough Say for it. someone to to like quit the sport. Yeah. I was gonna. I, I honestly thought the same thing. Like that's one of those ones you hear about in like ten years' time. Like this young gun man, he had everything, and then one head knock. It's like this. There's a guy in the NBA who literally was like the touted, touted. I forget his name. There's a story about him. I think Lynn Biles. I don't even know. Maybe that's made that up. But he and then he just got injured and then done and never played the sport again. So yeah, because it's not. It wasn't just one head outside. knock. It was like knocked out three, four weeks off. First game back. First touch of the ball, pretty much knocked out. <laughs> Like really badly, um, yeah. out for ten weeks. 
Um, yeah, anyway, back to the game. I think, yeah, Storm here, but we'll go Penrith to cover the line. Are we happy to move on? Yeah, I like that. Also, just quietly, I like Pappenhausen more now. I didn't like him pre-injury, but now yeah, I like him. I feel sorry him. for him. We hated him last year. Um, yeah, he's a mad, a mad dog. Uh, seventh game, uh, Bulldogs versus the Gold Coast Titans, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. And this game is proudly sponsored by Rhonda's Hair and Beauty. Uh, the Bankstown hair salon uh, running out of, uh, of Bankstown, sorry. Seabus uh, Super Stadium. Ins and outs, please. For the dogs, Adam Elliott returns from injury with Luke Thompson moving to prop, but judiciary tonight doesn't look good for him, even though it's just a bit soft, isn't it? Josh Jackson reverts to 13, and Ave Semifago slides back to the interchange. Kyle Flanagan will get another start, which is awesome for him. I think that's the fifth time he's come in and out with Lachlan Lewis being relegated to the extended bench, unlucky Lachlan. And Joe Stimson drops reserves with Renoff Atoni being dropped from the club. He'll probably uh, start getting his latte order ready at the uh, East of Suburbs uh, uh, cafes. Uh, for the Titans, Patrick Herbert will be banned for two weeks, unless he successfully gets a downgrade for his careless tackle, but I doubt it. Isan Masters will take his place. Isan Masters, shout out to you, mate. You've lost about 12 kilos. You just don't play footy anymore. And Brian Kelly has been named despite the concerns over his ankle. Fifi will start. Fogarty returns. Sexton last week was class. He looks like a real footballer, that kid. Oh, nice. Uh, can I have you seen the odds of this game? And if you haven't, can you guess them for me? Dollar thirty, three thirty. Close. A dollar twenty-five and four dollars. And the line? Ooh. The line? Four dollars. Uh, Thirteen and a half. 12 and a half. Mate, you're pretty good at this yeah, stuff. Um, do you give the dogs a chance? After seeing Fafita last week, I don't know if I do, but after watching the dogs, I was like, oh, dogs, not bad last week. But it just required Sean Johnson to get injured for them to do what they did. So I think Titans, yeah. but I, I will take the dogs at the line. I'm not confident in the Titans, though. The, the way I read it, there's two angles. I think with the dogs, smash 66 nil. Jeet up against the Roosters. It was an amicable performance. Jeet up against the Bunny, respectable performance. And then I think that was enough. And then everything kind of should hit the fan against the Sharks. So I think like typical, like we were saying earlier, bad team G's up against the good teams and it kind of like slips away. Um, the attention to detail slips away with the worst teams, which I think will be the Titans here. And then from the Titans side of things, Titans are a perfect flat track bully team, I believe. Yeah, I agree. Like seriously, they can't can't do shit against the top eight, but bottom four teams they can pump like they did against the did against the Dragons, and they're at home and they've been at home for the past month and they'll be at home for the next month. So, yeah, I think it could be trouble, especially if Luke Thompson is out. Three weeks potentially for what he did is an absolute joke. Um, so that that go there goes a lot of grunt. Corey Riddell can't tackle or pass or catch yeah yeah pretty impressive him to be able to play NRL and not be able to do any of the fundamental skills <laughs> what was it you realized shame war thing he's what? got like he was on a hot mic and he like couldn't realize the mic was picking up and he's like how is this guy on the team he can't bowl he can't bat he can't catch it's just like that was quite funny but that's Corey Riddell honestly Corey Riddell I like him mate. uh Last week was the first time for Fee to play on the right hand side. He's been on the left hand side all year. They've scored all their points left hand. Play right hand. Finally, coach starts thinking easier matchup, even though it was Tarek Sims, but it was it was 
uh, young Sullivan who could not defend him to save his life. Yeah, and ran so- all over him. So it's just so just not even so smart. I don't want to say it's so smart. It's just finally you realize, buddy. And he looked rampant, even though he only played sixty minutes. Yeah, that's like we were saying after the Broncos game where they didn't. The Broncos ended up winning after they scored like twenty six points in twenty minutes. The Titans, like, dude, just be fluid with what's happening. If Anthony Milford's on, the, if there's someone shit on the left and he's playing right, move him on the fucking left. Like it's fine. Like the game yeah, plan isn't going to go out of whack. Like just man, let him roam, do whatever he wants. That's the one thing that I think Ricky Stewart has started to do at the Raiders, which I've noticed, is players will play unusual minutes if they're in. Like Joe Tarpany last week was killing it. Yeah. So don't bring him off after 30 minutes. He play, I think he played like 60 minutes straight and was killing. The only, I think there was like, an injury. Auto sub yeah, of course it was an injury. That's the only reason he did it. But I think they got to just play a little bit more, a little bit more free. Really? Like last week when the Cowboys brought Tamalolo off and then put him back on and then took it. The minute they took him off, they lost all momentum and then they put him back on and then it went even. But the game was lost by then. Like, Mm. Coaches need to be a little bit like throw the book out the window. Let's just feel the game. I think feel yeah, it a bit more. Literally. That's why they should and, coach on the sidelines more regularly and play the player. Like play coach the player, play the player. Like match it up more. Like put Fafita on um, Shup or Shup, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah like Shup. Um, before we move on, Nick Meany, his head's already in Melbourne. He made so many dumb mistakes uh, last week. Kyle Flanagan, let's see if he can G up. And Corey Allen, the GOAT, is at fullback. So we shall see how that one goes. To be fair, Nick Amini had a – like the only time the dogs looked good, Nick Amini was the guy. Like they scored all their points off the second half uh, – off the start of the second half. And he was on fire. So yeah, just okay, be careful. Fair. Far, far, far. Um, last game, Cronulla versus Manly. I think we can probably skim through this one. What do you reckon the odds are? I'm thinking $5 to $1.10. I don't think they're a little bit closer, if I'm honest with you. And I'm going to say dollar forty three ten. Nah, I'm the winner. Dollar fifteen, wow. Manly five dollars fifty Shaggies. Wow. Ah, uh, I guess that makes sense. Ins and outs. Sean Johnson gone. This is going to be his last game. He probably plays for Cronulla. I'd say he's he's predicted to be out four weeks, but knowing Sean, he'll be longer than that. Another killer for Supercoach. My God. Sonny Katoa returned last week, but you won't score, see him score another try because Sean Johnson's out. So Connor Tracy and Braden Trindle will be in the halves. It's quite funny. Last week, someone was like, this is why Tracy should be in the halves after he did one try assist. And then he literally got ran over for the rest of the game. Talakai, he's in as a second row with Brynn Nakora, who actually looked good last week. Aiden Tolman returns after suspension. He'll play up front. For the Seagulls, 1-16 remain the same with Curtis Sirenen. Sorry, 1-15 to 15 with Curtis Sirenen and Kyle Lawden joining the bench with Sean Kepi dropped. It's a shame for you, I think. Uh, and Josh Alloway also out with suspension. Uh, very cool. I think I don't have really much to add. I think Manly will win this uh, quite convincingly. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, it's just a matter of fact whether... Oh, so you think 100% 17.5 line will be covered then? Yep. Yeah, I have to agree with you. And I think we'll see a vintage Thomas Turbo. Four o'clock Sunday is his specialty. And uh, I look forward to seeing it. And uh, him and combining with Schuster and Morgan Harper, you keep doing you, buddy. He had a great game last week. And uh, that will be a wrap for us. Yeah, cool. All right. So do we, are we going any underdogs? Except for the, probably the Roosters. So we're going to go Roosters. 
Correct. Uh, West Tigers, Brisbane. Uh, did we do the odds there? Are Brisbane's favourites? You'd imagine so. Brisbane $1.77 to a yeah, 2.05 Cowboys. I, that's a 50-50, but I think I'm going to take the Broncos there. And then we've got yeah. the Bunnies against the Dogs. $1.07 Easy Bunnies. Raiders, Knights. That's probably the other 50-50 coin toss. Storm, Titans to beat a gallant Dogs and Manly to clean the floor with the Sharkies. Hey, I was going to say wipe the floor. Nice, bro. Hey, thanks, brother. Good to meet you. All right. Well, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed our Olympics chat. A uh, quick one to mention, Anton, Kul- Anton Chukov, Tornabra Australia. Our lives depend on it. So um, keep that one in mind. All right. See you later, guys. Thank you. Have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. And we're back. Password Club is officially starting right now. How are we going, boys? It's Olympics. Hey! It's fucking awesome, man. The Olympics hey. is gone. Olympics is so good. Uh, just turn on the TV, constant sport. Ah, it's really good. Yesterday was great. Today hurt. Today hurt. Duncan Scott being pipped on the wall by 0.04. Dude, he was traveling fast. That little... That little um, infographic, whatever you want to yeah, call it, yeah. he, he, was, he was in front and he was traveling fast. I don't know how he's made a meal of that. Um, yeah, it's the way it goes. I've got three things. Yep. Do you like that infographic? Yep. I really like it. I read that, that TikTok guy was like, oh, no, I don't like this, this, this about it. Yeah. I love it. And I, I, I just gives me such an insight. Uh, is the if you if someone says something and you can't hear them and you go say now, do you reckon that works? Say now. Yeah, like I could I couldn't hear them the first time, so I, instead of me saying like, "Oh, can you like can you repeat yourselves?" I'll just say, "Say now." No, uh, I don't understand. Like if you say something and I don't hear you, and I just say, "Say now," like just say it now. So like. Say now. <laughs> I understand. Of, like, before, I understand I what you. you're <laughs> saying, but I don't understand how say now makes sense in this context. I know it doesn't. It doesn't. But I accidentally said it this afternoon, and it, it worked because the person said it again. And the last one, a a jeweler's open at the moment, like watching like necklace shops. Dude, actually, funny you mention because I need to get a new battery for my watch. Um, in Sydney, by the way. Uh yeah, I don't know. I can't. Do you reckon that would be essential? So. Because I've got no. a, I've got a chain and like the the, the little clasp uh, broke yeah. off it, clip, and um, so I need to get that fixed. That's my three things. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, bro. Um, what did I have to talk about? Um, Paris Hilton is forty years old, guys. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's really thought about that mm. recently. I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> it is a big one. Along similar lines, have, do you keep up with the Britney Spears saga? Uh, I don't really. I don't really. So uh, apparently she's there's some legal thing. I don't know what the official word is, but her father controls all her money and like her because apparently like by law, she is not capable of um, looking after herself. And this is actually really old news, but she posts the most fried TikToks in Instagram. Like just go on her page and she's just like, she's lost it. But all her like really dedicated fans have like started like commenting like 
Brittany, if you need help, wear red in your next video. And then she'll wear, she'll, she'll wear red in the next <laughs> video. And then everyone's like, oh my God, like we need to do something. And then there's, I watched this other one where she was like dancing. He's weird. And she had a hat and she like, apparently was like pointed to something and had like the smallest writing. And it then said like, yeah, people is trying to work it out there. Said, no. <laughs> you literally can't see a thing, like it is so pixelated. And they're like, and then it in, says the, help. in the caption, it says she, help. she put no, but in the caption, to be fair, in the caption, she the only words she like put in bold was help. I mean, was hat. Yeah. So you actually had to like, you thought, okay, link it to the hat. Oh, it was funny. Oh, dude, just can't finally go back to me. As I mentioned, really enjoy chatting. Name, have you? Um, um, sorry. Um, yeah, anything else? Anything else? PWC oh, Puffer yeah. Club, that's a pretty good addition from Harrison. I like that. Um, yeah. um, this week, if you actually listen to Password Club, can you tell us? I just want to find yeah. out who does it. Uh, like, what are your predictions? Who do you predict listens to it? Um, Mark. Correct. Yeah, and <laughs> that's about right. That's about right. No, I, I think uh, I think James, Harrison does. I think Harry, Harrison. Um, dude, can like, where do you sit with the debate between Angus and I last night? Like, there's no way the Olympics is dying. Oh uh, well. Uh, it, oh maybe- no, no. I, I I agree on that. I I I disagree with your argument about. Like you should only have like the elite, like sports that treat the Olympics as the pinnacle should be the only ones that go to the Olympics. I don't believe in that because I just don't think the Olympics isn't about, in my opinion, isn't about like the best, best, best. It's actually just more about like a whole like sports carnival of the world. That's what I treat it like. And that's why I think the Nuffy athletes can go. And the people that lose like Zambia lost 10-3 to Netherlands. Like that type of stuff is brilliant. (laughs) Nah, like... I Otherwise, my... it's just this elitist. And I, I understand that you have this huge bias because like, this is like your event. This is like Simat's like Olympics, essentially. And like athletics, people would treat it the same. But I also just think more sports are better. I'm not going to watch it if it's just swimming and track and field. Yeah. Like I love all the other. I love skateboarding. I reckon that's so cool. Nah, like I understand my stance is extreme. So I'm not like, I'm not, uh, I won't die by it. But like, yeah, just the fact that the Olympics won't exist one day is like, that's like, if you're thinking like what is what makes up the world, Olympics is a key a key fabric in that. Well, I think sport, yes, and then like just from that it becomes like yeah. Olympics will always be a thing. It's just it's. And do I you just see think like it's, it's, with, it's, it's trending more towards more sports than less. It's not gonna they're not gonna take away sports. It's gonna be more. My one thing is though, how are they gonna do surfing if it's like a landlocked country? Yeah, that's. But I guess they're making those like in Melbourne don't they have like artificial. Uh, yeah, but like, they're not going to do that. Like, that's, that's, I reckon they'll just take uh, it somewhere. They'll have to yeah, do it I like, don't know. Ex- externally, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty cool that the next one's only three years away. 100%. Paris will be, Paris will be sick. I just need more time for my golf, I guess. I, <laughs> I need far more time. Um, uh, which, If you could pick one sport to be taken out of the Olympics right now, like this moment, who would it be? What would it be? Um. Mine's immediately going to under twenty three soccer. Sorry, if it was if Wait, it was not if it was if it was normal soccer, I'd be okay with it. Um, yeah, good question. 
Why just okay? Because I just like, I just like, is does, is Messi like, because you know, like, big thing, yeah, if a big thing for Messi was like, I want to win the Copa it, America for Argentina. Like, if he was able to compete at the Olympics with like the full, like if it was like a legit you know, he tournament. Is, he is, they're, they're el- he's eligible because you're allowed to have yeah. So technic- technically, like Messi, Di Maria and Aguero could all play and just like win a gold medal. Yeah, they probably still want to hang out with freaking fanboy on 23s. That's, that's but like, what I mean. Like they wouldn't do it. But no, like, no, no. But I'm saying if it was like opens, like all ages, like yeah. it's just like, is Me- like Messi will like die by the sword to win for Argentina for the Copa America. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Copa America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, will he die for it for the Olympics? I don't think so. So no, therefore- 100% he wouldn't. Like it's not a valid, like that's not important. Yeah, exactly. So, like that—that's my point. Like, if they're not like, if they're not like, holy crap! Like, I need to do everything to win this. Then I feel like it's—it's it's not great. Um, sport that I take out, like a lot of the new additions, like so, like, like rock climbing. Mm, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel a bit slack, but yeah, like rock climbing. No, I don't think they're listening. I don't think they're actually listening. Yeah. Um, like equestrian, that can go. Surely um, not. That's like a mainstay. Like that's been around for yeah, years. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you see the guy, the Australian guy who, who got banned because like he was coked up. Yeah, literally. So like, like imagine that. Funny. Imagine. And like you know, uh, two of the two of the Olympians for the equestrian team are on their sixth Olympics, dude. That table tennis chick, I've stumbled upon her, but she's awesome. She's like fifty, yeah. got two kids, and she's in her sixth Olympics, and Pretty she's mad. playing. That's what I think. That's what I love about the Olympics. That yeah, but she's clearly, stuff, she's clearly very good. Like I have no, I have no, I have no, hes- I have no problem with shit countries being in the Olympics because they're just the best that they have to offer, and it's worldwide then. But like. I, I actually hate with a passion America taking the piss. Like America should be in the basketball, should be winning every single game by 20 points. Correct? Uh, correct. And like the it's fact that- It's essentially an all-star team. It's all-star, it's all-stars versus- Yeah. Like, and the fact that they're not like that- That's why I love that Luka Doncic just went out and scored 48. Like that's mad. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I want. Like Luka Doncic is like, I'll fucking die for Slovenia. <laughs> Slovenia. Yeah, you, you're bad with your countries. You're bad. Nah, I'm actually really good at geography. Full of any cost. Oh, I just read receipts and I've actually opened a message. It's just shocking. Um, um, yeah, oh, that's that's about it for me, Zach. Should we start? I'm making like a little bit of flathead. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. This is why it's good we did the podcast and stuff because I'm gonna go make it in and out. I'm making like a little flathead with like a little bit of. I know you don't like this stuff, but just for the people out there who. Have taste buds. A little bit of flathead with like some shallot, um, spring onion, and a little bit of soy. Just flash in the pan with a little bit of rice on the side. Very nice. Very nice meal. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Flathead as in fish? Yeah, mate. Yeah, okay. Just double checking. No, I just said, yeah, mate. Like, we're mates. Yeah. With uh, Mark, Mark I, I just, I did realize I just read your message. I'll reply now. Is, did Mark intentionally comment on the wrong person's Instagram or did it was that serious? I don't know. Ask him because that's hilarious. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the funniest things I've seen. Mark was uh, one of one of several hundred people that you did the password last week, but he commented on the wrong 
not the wrong person's photo. And it was Atis Paul, and he went on some random Atis Paul. Uh, it wasn't Atis Paul, it was like Atis something. Anyway, it was, it, was, it, was it was funny. It was funny. And he did all the three things that you meant to comment as well. <laughs> Legend. Legend. But also, Mark uh, has a lot of fake followers, so what can you do? Uh, see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.